Hello and welcome to another episode of Building Minnesota Rocker. Today we are down in our interim studio here at the WeWork in downtown Minneapolis. Shout out to the WeWork once again for supplying us this space, allowing us to create uh, until our HQ is ready in Egan in January. It's coming so it's, it's happening. It's almost here. Um, so today we have with us uh, the, the usual suspect, Brett Diamond, COO here at the team. And then Annie, this is your second, no, third time because you were on with Aaron. Uh, yeah. yeah. So you've been on, this is your third? You're like a seasoned mm-hmm. podcast veteran by yeah. now. Annie Scott Riley, if you guys don't know, <laughs> is the VP of Marketing and Creative here with the team. And we just kind of wanted to... Um, I guess come on, do a little bit of a sync up because the episodes have been a little wild. I think our most recent one was obviously our most uh, listened to and viewed so far because we had Gary Vaynerchuk on, co-owner of the team. And it's just been really exciting to be a part of the podcast, to be a part of building this team. And we just kind of wanted to give you a quick download, what we've been up to, what happened last week and where we're going. Yeah, no pressure, Annie, following Gary as a guest on the podcast. Yes. So you can live up to that, right? Yeah, that's fine. Tough act to follow, <laughs> for sure. No, it, it was a great week with Gary in town. Um, we had Gary in, we had the players in, um, shot a lot of content. Um, for those who, who've been following us, you probably saw a lot of, um, we posted a lot of the time that we spent with Gary, but he spent about an hour and a half with us and our core team going through um, some of our social and marketing strategy gave us some some great insights. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. Obviously, people saw the you know the Q and A that he did and the panel that that Annie and Ashley did with him. Uh, I spent some time with the players. gave a little gave a little pep talk. Yeah, the, the so that was that was awesome. pretty cool. That uh, was cool. I think I think it'll come out eventually, maybe. But you know, for now, just being in the room, he's just I don't know, man. It, it's kind of obvious, and meeting him is as you'd expect. He's he's electric. He's nonstop. He's always ideas, always going, and it was awesome to see that interaction with the players. Yeah. So Annie, give us your perspective as you know, you're the head of marketing for this organization. What was what were your big takeaways from that time that we spent with Gary? Um, keep making stuff first yes. and foremost. Create always. <laughs> Create. If you if you have a question like should I make this, the answer is yes. Um, one of the big things that we've been prioritizing, and if you guys are following along at home, you've probably seen that we're doing a lot on TikTok now. We're on TikTok now. Yep, we are super on TikTok. We're finding our way. I mean, TikTok, it's literally incredible. I don't understand it, <laughs> but that's okay. Now I don't. I don't mean in the way like okay, boomer, you don't get it. But no, I I get it. That, I get that's the, me though. I'm yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. boomer. Okay, but, I'm, I'm not a boomer. So like, but, yeah, but you're, for the record, for the record, yeah, for the record, we are the same generation of video games. That's yes, the key exactly. okay. That's yeah, how, and yeah. that's how you got to look at things. Like I started looking at like different years in the last ten years of which Call of Duty was out. So if you said like. Like, if you were to say, like, oh, when was Modern Warfare 3 out? I'd be like, I don't remember, but it came between Black Ops 1 and, you know, whatever. <laughs> so I think that's how I look at time. Um, but as far as TikTok goes, I've been trying to figure it out in the sense of, like, why? I mean, and this is the reason that Gary recommends it so much is, like, you can go on there with no following and zip. You can, your numbers can just skyrocket. I've seen it happen to a couple friends of mine that have uh, dug deep into the platform. And we actually had our first vir- quote-unquote viral, our first little bump uh, was a TikTok that Trevor did putting on a bunch of our gear. And it was really funny. And it was, it was insane to watch the algorithm, though, because it went like he had, I think, 200 views in the first like two or three hours. And then in hours four, five, and six, some three-hour period, he got 5,000 views. And, yeah. we, and we have like 
not you know we just created the tiktok so we don't have that many followers well, yeah it was interesting we were all on a text chain i mean you know this but we were all on a text chain together and we're like oh wow this is you know it's got a got a couple hundred here yeah. like, people like this one and it, i mean people you know you should watch it there's nothing in it that jumps out and saying like this is this amazing thing that everybody is going to want to watch so we're like oh this is pretty good it's got a couple hundred and then five minutes later it had 1200 and then it you know yeah. went up from there and it skyrocketed what yeah. was crazy to me is how quickly it stopped too because then all of a sudden it had five thousand, and the algorithm was just like okay yeah, we're done was, with yeah. you and then it, yeah. we, it got 200 views in the next like 16 hours and i was like how does this work yeah so i don't know if it has anything to do with like retention like if someone's scrolling through and they and it says for you and they see it and they're like, oh, what's going on here? They almost watch maybe the whole thing and then maybe it just keeps suggesting based on that or if it's based on likes. I have no idea what it's based on or if it's just random. Truly. Yeah. I mean, all the platforms are really, they're usually pretty cagey about how their algorithms work. But, you know, I was thinking it's probably something a little bit like the Reddit thing where when you post the first few people that see it, if you're getting likes right away, those first like five to ten or, well, I don't know how many people because like Reddit doesn't say it either. Yeah. But, yeah, those first people that see it, if they're interacting with it, it starts to gain traction really quickly. That's what I was like wondering. But then I looked at like the likes and I mean, it, I think it only had like 50 likes out of like 5,000 people people that saw it and i'm like like no offense trevor but like how does that correlate you know what i mean like i was trying well, to understand it, there's watching it right True. so a watch counts as an engagement too so yeah. people are watching the whole thing to the end because it does go on yeah they, like, they, i wanted to know more and more close yeah. <laughs> i wanted to know what happened at the end i was invested so, so I, yeah so i think he was engaging people and and it was also i mean it was it was one that you didn't have to know us you didn't have to know rocker to understand mm -hmm. the joke that like yeah. he's putting on a million layers of because it's of so clothes, cold because it's cold <laughs> one thing that i wish i would have done uh when it was snowing this week is i wish i would have went and made some cool like outdoor tiktok so maybe that'll happen I mean, we we got a long winter ahead of us i have a feeling so. yeah we'll have a chance <laughs> yeah uh, so bear with some I, purple water we, throw it in the air yeah, yeah all the purple frozen water it'll be That'd so be much cool. fun we're um, doing that we're excited for tiktok uh we're finding our legs on it there's so many different types uh that we want to do and that we are doing so go follow us there um i also think that TikTok is a highly, highly underrated platform. My first impression, just like most other people's, this is for little kids, this is for cringe content. Um, and I would actually watch like cringe compilations from TikTok of people being cringy. But it, when you go on there and you start like researching, like if I say like photography or like videography or esports or whatever, whatever hashtag I start clicking into, I start getting suggested all kinds of crazy stuff. And it's like aligns with my interests. And now when I go on there, I see some random cool like trends but then i also see stuff that i'm really interested in that isn't just for little kids so if you're not on tiktok right now and if you're a new creator get on tiktok and also follow us please. yeah it takes no time like that algorithm works so fast it only took like i don't know half an hour before it was like oh yeah, no, they've completely figured me out. I like all of this. Yeah, <laughs> like, what, what really impressed me about the app was all of the edit functions. So how you can actually string together a solid piece of content with the functionality that the app has. I haven't seen another app like it. It's, it's actually pretty impressive. And it's more impressive to me that there, I mean, there are a large group of young younger people that do use the app. It's impressive to me that so many of them are learning it um, at such a young age because it's a lot of it is like, you're splicing in and out audio. You're putting different cuts together. And, like, people can get really creative with it. And I think that's why it's, like, thriving yeah. and, right now. And that is really easy to do. One of the ones that I did was, and, you know, you can you two can tell me if it was any good. But <laughs> it was very, it was remarkably easy. Like, I'm not a video editor, right? Yeah. And with within the, within the app, it was very easy to, you know, to cut it a little bit and put music to it and 
Yeah. It's we're, pretty easy. So so basically what Brett is saying is we're going to do a lot of lip syncs with Brett. It's going to be sick. What's your favorite <laughs> song? We'll put it on. New TikTok star. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was me doing something to our brand reveal video, not me on the video. Yeah, but yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe you can drag me on yeah, there at we'll, some point. Yeah, we'll do it. Um, but either way, I mean, yeah, back to, to the meeting that, that we're referencing this from is Gary. I mean, there was a lot of great things that I think he, he kind of spoke to us about, but TikTok was my big takeaway anyway. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Um, another thing we talked about, and if you're a, a Gary fan, you know that he's big on text messaging right now. And yeah. so we had a good chat about that. Watch the space. Um, and besides that, I mean, we we're just kind of talking about the overall vibe of everything, how things are going with the players, how things are working with the staff. You know, he's really interested. He's invested in what well, I mean, literally invested in, yeah. <laughs> in this team. And and he um, no, he's just it's wonderful to have him. He's so helpful. to yeah. us. Yeah. And one of the, one of the things that you know, that I took away from it. And we talked a little bit about it on the podcast with Gary about how, you know, he puts all his best stuff out there for free. Right. So going into it, you know, we knew that he was going to say, do more on TikTok, right? And yeah. we, you know, we could kind of, we could kind of anticipate that there would be a conversation about the text platform. We had a TikTok. Yeah. yeah. We hadn't been a, sing, a single, a single, a TikTok. TikTok. I don't, yeah. I don't think any yeah. of us knew how to use it. Yeah. So now I've like invested I did. I time. I made the TikTok. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, the, the interesting part, and, and so on our last podcast, we said with Gary sitting here that 85% of what we get from, you know, from Gary, you can get from his content and just by watching it. But that that other fifteen percent that we get from that direct interaction with Gary and with his team is is incredibly valuable. And just the mm-hmm. you know the real world example of it. Okay, so you know, like anybody else, we have finite resources, right? And the really interesting perspective that he gives us is how do you balance those resources? How do you okay if we're doing more on TikTok, we're potentially doing less on other platforms. Yeah. And that I think is the really valuable takeaway from that, you know, from that meeting, plus some really, you know, very specific ideas that I think are gonna be a lot of fun to execute. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but that you can listen to Gary every day and you know that he's gonna say, spend more time on TikTok, right? right? But how do you prioritize TikTok versus Twitter versus Instagram versus other things that we that we might be doing? And that's the real that to me was the real value add was having his perspective on that. Yeah, I, I agree. And just, I mean, I don't know, not that I wasn't invigorated before, but getting someone with kind of like a, almost like a fresh pair of eyes and like his own perspective coming in like, yeah. hey guys, like you're doing really great in these areas, but also let's do really great in these other areas. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's, that's super helpful, I think, for someone like me. And, and just even having him like as a guest uh, in the podcast was really cool. Doing the panel was crazy. My second panel ever. No big deal. My first one was with Brett and like a few months ago. <laughs> that was ago. your second panel ever? Yeah. I'd, how'd I do? You're I'd, good. Yeah. Are you just Very saying good. that because I'm right here? Because <laughs> I had no idea that that, that yeah. you hadn't been sitting on panels for like years. Oh, well, I should have been. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, it it feels like it's all downhill from here. Whatever one I have to do next is going to be going to be easier, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, it was just, I don't know, man. Having him in town was a real experience. Having the players in town was insane, too. Like, it was the first time that all of our players have all been under one roof. Um, well, that, I mean, obviously, they've played at events and seen each other. You know what I mean? As one team uh, here in Minnesota, we had them all in town. Um, we went out with them. We filmed a ton of content. That amazing photo shoot that... That you had done for for the the holiday. Yeah, a- Annie, give us give us the behind the scenes on <laughs> yeah. that one. That 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 was pretty cool. We are eventually going to give you guys the behind the scenes. But what's like from directly from you? Like, how did that shoot go? 
Well, it went it went fine. It went just great. <laughs> you guys can see the photos. I think the photos are on like all of our platforms right yeah, now, like Instagram, are. Twitter. They're hilarious. I find it hard to imagine that anybody that listens to this podcast hasn't seen those photos. Yeah. But um, in but case yeah, you haven't. But Annie, talk about talk about how how where the idea came from because it was a lot of fun to hear you, you know, hear you talk about it a couple weeks ago as a concept and then see it come to life was very cool. Yeah, yeah. you did a great job. This, uh, thank you. No, this was definitely one of those things where everyone in the office thinks I'm insane, but they just kind of trust me. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> like, that's an accurate, accurate description. We, yeah. You gotta let, you just let Annie rock. Brett, can I have some money to, like, <laughs> but, um, but I did manage to secure the budget to work with uh, a photographer that I've worked with before who's absolutely wonderful. Her name is Bethany Burney. Shout out Bethany. Um, the idea came actually because we had the idea for the Christmas sweaters. Elizabeth in the office yes. had come up with like, what if we had Christmas sweaters? And everyone was like, yes, when, how? They're so nice. <laughs> They're so nice. Um, but so we got these Christmas sweaters ordered and I immediately went from Christmas sweaters to like holiday photo. We need to do yes. like a holiday card, like a terrible 80s awkward <laughs> family photo holiday <laughs> card. Yes. And um, then of course the sweaters were like caught in Ireland somewhere yeah somewhere <laughs> they were stuck somewhere and those sweaters are available by the way in our Shopify please please buy a sweater they're Sh- Irish yes shop <laughs> and they and this, this is not just a plug for the sweaters like they are legit good quality sweaters yeah, right like, like if you get them you will not be disappointed in what you're what you're wearing exactly. you're, yeah. you're not gonna wear it all year but you're gonna you're gonna wear it but yeah so um you know, set up this shoot and and went through some concepts with Bethany and we kind of figured out like what we wanted the shoot to look like and um, incorporated, you know, the Aurora Borealis and some of those laser effects. <laughs> the laser the... one, the, the well, Beth, shout out to Bethany because that one little where the rocker helmet, helmet oh, dude she is made like, out of stars. Yeah, that was my favorite. So Plus good. like all, so because we couldn't have the, the sweaters in here in time, we had the guys rock turtlenecks, yes. which I think... Just I, I thought comedic- that, I thought that worked better. Comedically, yeah. it came off much yeah. better. It, came, um, it went very well. We had quite an ordeal with the the turtlenecks as well because they came in and they were super duper small. Oh no! Um, yeah. You know, sometimes you order stuff off the internet and and the sizing just, is like not for this country. Just don't perhaps. just don't know what you're gonna get. <laughs> yeah. And um and they were too small, so we had you know people running around to targets like trying to find other sweaters and and but it all it all worked out and we got the turtlenecks and. Managed to get the guys to the studio in Northeast Minneapolis. We didn't tell them too much about it because, I mean, frankly, we were afraid they wouldn't show up. So <laughs> they, had a, they had a good time, though, right? Yeah, they, no, they seem to really like. That's one thing I really like about this group of our players is like, I mean, not to say like every other COD player in the league has an ego, but like they all really like are about the team and they're yeah. about just like being warm to each other and being like just chill. And I think watching them kind of be together and and do the content with them this week there's there's a super sick video that's going to come out i'm not sure when but it's my favorite one that we ended up shooting with them and just their interactions with each other it's probably the first time that they've ever like interacted as a team in person and i think it's going to be really cool to like have that that bedrock there where you know they're enjoying each other's presence and kind of getting in the groove and like watching them build that relationship is going to be cool. Sorry to go like super corny, but no, I'm just, it's I'm true. And it's going to come out in the content, I think too. So it's true. No, I mean the, at the holiday shoot, once they like understood what we were doing and I mean, as soon as they put on their turtlenecks, they were like, 
looking around at each other and they got the joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was it was hilarious. Yeah, it, I was crying. They knew the entire it was shoot. They knew it was meant to be funny. Right? Yes. Okay, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they were super into it. Okay. I mean, that one where they're standing tallest to shortest. Like Goderex <laughs> is up on this little stool. Like they, was he on a stool? Because oh, yeah. I was like, he's like, he looks like their dad. No, like, they put him like... on a stool and like, and I mean, they're lying on the floor holding like pine things. I mean, yeah. It was hilarious. They had a ball. We all had a ball. We were all crying laughing. Yeah. I think our players are just hysterical and wonderful. They're, and I just love that they're also like the deadliest Call of Duty League players. <laughs> yeah, they, they've been they've been killing it. I'm actually so I mean I've I've been excited for the event because I mean just even like when I think about it sometimes like we're in the midst of kind of like planning this event right. And it, sometimes it occurs to me, I'm like, yo, there's going to be a COD event in Minnesota. Yep. You have an idea how long <laughs> I've waited for that? Like, I'm just, oh, I'm so excited. But I'm so excited to just see, like, the final, like, the first match mm-hmm. happen. Like, yeah. us play as a team. Because truly, I mean, and Brett, you you know it the best of anyone here in this room. Like, you've literally been here from the inception till, like, the first event. How has it been for you, like, step by step? Do you ever have those moments where you're like, wow, we're doing something really, like, this is so cool? Yeah, I mean, you you both have heard me say it. I mean, this is the most fun I've had in my entire career. And I've, you know, I've worked, I worked in the NFL events department for 11 years, worked, you know, 13 Super Bowls, was part of the Vikings at the Minneapolis Miracle Game, you know, worked the first yes. NFL game in London. Like, I've so been very cool. fortunate to work on some really cool events. And, you know, being a part of this has been just just so much fun, right? Just to build something from the ground up. It's so fresh. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, you... You know, I said to, you know, one of the things that I said to Gary when, when we had everybody together, I mean, we've, we've accomplished a lot over the last few months, but really the thing that I'm most excited about and most, most proud of are just the people that we brought into this organization. I mean, starting with you two, right? You were our first two hires other than myself, but we've hired an entire, you know, we've got a room full of people now. We're up to 13 full-time staff um, and continuing to grow of just, you know, everybody that we've hired either has specific unique experience in esports that's incredibly valuable um, and or could do the role that we've hired them to do for any team in the NFL or the NBA or the NHL. And I think we found a really, I mean, we talked about it the first podcast that Annie was on. You know, our goal was always to find that right balance of having people that had great experience in esports, great experience in traditional sports, and then outside perspectives that you know, bringing different view th- views to the table from outside of either esports or traditional sports. And that's how you get a holiday card. Exactly. No, it's true. Yeah, it absolutely <laughs> is. Um, and I, that's the part that I'm most excited about is just the, the group of people that we brought together, both the players. I mean, we, we just talked about it, the players, the staff on the business side. I mean, it's just such a great group of, of just human beings. And I think it's, it's just so much fun to work with everybody. Um, and just that, you know, we're going to have a sprint from here through the through the event in January. And yeah. it's, I mean, an incredible opportunity to host the first event of the new league of the season, have it here in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Nobody expected that to be in Minnesota. I didn't. Um, you know, I'm so that's, yeah, it's, it's when amazing. When I heard that all of the teams had to come here, I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, is it going to be? A lot of work. Yes. It will be, but it'll absolutely be worth it. And, and you know, it'll be the kind of thing that, you know, we said it yesterday to the team when we had everybody together. Like, we're going to be talking about this the rest of our careers, right? It's going to be, you know, it's that kind of opportunity and moment. And at the end of the day, we just want to create something really cool for the fans here in Minnesota and anybody that comes in from out of town. I feel like that's, I mean, obviously, so 
So full disclosure, I'm pretty sure most people that are listening to this podcast are pretty hardcore into the team or hardcore into esports and wanting to understand like how it works, how it functions, or maybe they just they just like hearing about our team. But I think for the people that were nervous about the league happening, like obviously change is typically met with like, no, don't like change. Um, but I think it's really important for folks to hear, you know, th- for example, like this is a brand new team coming into this league and hearing how it's being built may, I mean, I don't know how every other team is doing it, but knowing how we're doing it, I hope helps people rest a little bit and rest assured that like, even though it's a brand new franchise coming into a brand new league, you know, it, the, our hearts are in the right place. I think we have the right people on our team to really work together well, have the esports like focus and... I'm just super excited. I don't know. I feel like a lot of the podcasts that we end up doing is like, yeah, we're so awesome, dude. But it's really like (laughs) we all just have like a good vibe with each other. And I think that that's where that comes from. And we're just so like happy to be growing this thing truly from the ground up. It's a really unique experience. Like you said, like not a lot of people get to be a part of something from the ground up. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, it's not for us to say whether the event in January kicks ass. Right. Like the fans get to decide that and the fans get to decide whether you know, whether we did it the right way and whether we, you know, kept the great things about the the events from CWL and the previous, you know, the previous way things were done and added our own spin to it and whether we did it, you know, whether it's good, right? Yeah. Um, but we've got a room full of people that are working their asses off to, you know, put to put a great event on and, and hopefully we get there. It's going to be awesome. And I'm, I'm so excited so... about the players too. Yeah. yeah. Like I just feel like, and you guys worked so hard recruiting them and everything and mm-hmm. I was you know, kind of a fly on the wall for some of that, but um, I can't pretend that I was a major player in that part. (laughs) But, I mean, it's been so abstract, right? Just thinking about, oh, they're going to come, they're going to play together, and it's going to be... And, like, it's all happening now. They're already practicing together. They're, like, building that thing that's going to hopefully, you know, take us all the way to championships. Yeah, exactly. And and I had that that same kind of feeling. Like, the first time I think I watched them scrim on their stream, I was like dude, I low-key kind of did this. Like, I put this group of guys together. Absolutely. And, they're like, I watched their trade maps with the best of them. They're doing, they're out there doing it. You know, I think, I don't, I don't want to, I say it almost every time it gets brought up. Because, like, like, on paper, I think they're underrated. Um, but I'm just excited to see, I mean, we'll, I, I think, like, we've seen, like, the power rankings and stuff that different publications have put out, their esports publications. We're not in the top top tippy top of those Mm-mm. and i'm like low-key fine with that because yeah. i think like want to be the underdog yeah. absolutely Good spot to be. I, it's, yeah it's 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 kind of it's it's much better to kind of trend upwards because i think um when i saw this too like like with optic gaming like they had like pretty much like a dynasty team and when everybody just expects you to be the best the best the best there's a lot that we you know yeah. heavy is the head that wears the crown right and you know we we talked when we had Saint and and Jake our coach and analyst on the podcast we talked about how you know the idea we think a lot about the the difference in the approaches that other teams are taking right some teams have players living in town some teams don't um, but it really feels like we have the right guys with the right attitude and the right work ethic um, to take advantage of living in the same city and coming to the HQ yeah. starting in January on a daily basis and being coached up live and in person, um, you know, by Brian and by Jake. 
and you know, just as a sports fan, right, of, of any sport, it's always been interesting to me to look at when different teams, different coaches take different approaches, yeah. and that's going to be very true in our league. You've got 12 teams, and every team is probably doing these things a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. And it'll be very interesting over the course of the season to watch what impact that has, not just for our team, but for all 12 teams on the performance in the game. Yeah, I agree. I, I it's just it's going to be an exciting time to see the season kick off, and it does in January twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth at the Armory here in Minnesota. I believe like solo weekend one passes just went on sale. Is that correct? Yep, uh, weekend passes now available. Weekend passes yep. now right. available. If you want to come just for the January weekend, you're not ready to commit to the May weekend yet. We've got those for yep. you. So I know we've only got a couple minutes left, but Annie, like from just from a marketing perspective, what is the net? What is that? We've got you know. About five weeks before the event. What does that look like to you? <laughs> crazy town. Your brain must just be crazy town. Emails, everything, right? Calls, it's, It meetings. is Disneyland in here. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So uh, I would say what we're trying to do is balance a lot of education. So we're still, and you guys both know this very well, in this region we have not had esports on this scale. It's The awareness not is close. not out there. So we have a lot of work to do in terms of educating people about what esports is at all um so we're kind of putting that in tandem so kind of bringing people in from the awareness perspective to get super marketing about it uh and then also at the same time trying to find the people who are aware who do understand who get it who or maybe they play call of duty and finding the different things that can connect people to our team or to this brand or to the Call of Duty League and the idea of esports enough that they might be ready to buy a ticket. And so we're sending different messages to those groups and trying to, we're in a test plan right now. We're testing and learning about these different audiences. And then, you know, in January, we intend to go a little, a little heavier. Yeah. that's awesome well thank you so much for coming on the podcast yeah. i really appreciate it. it's really cool to get like all i guess all of our perspectives but especially like yours because a little bit fresher than me and brett's as far as like marketing and everything goes so super appreciate that appreciate all of you listening you can listen to this podcast anywhere podcasts are listened to and you can watch us on youtube because we tried hard with these lights so you should watch (laughs) (laughs) and subscribe um so uh but yeah appreciate you guys watching and listening make sure to leave a like or a review wherever your platform is and uh, i guess just shout out to to the WeWork once again for providing this space for us to work in uh, until our headquarters is ready which will also be in january very excited for that but shout out to the WeWork in the interim and yeah thanks guys so much for listening we'll catch you on the next episode